Welcome to Legacy Church. Thank you for joining us in our journey to see our potential in Christ become a legacy in our community. We hope that you are encouraged by this word from Pastor Chad Owens and pray that you will walk away with something incredible from your time here with us. Good morning, Legacy Church family. Just uh, want to take a just a second to welcome you to our live stream service here on Sunday morning. Uh, we're so glad that you have chosen to join us this morning right there in your own living room with your family uh, with a cup of coffee or maybe a bowl of fruity pebbles or whatever but we're just glad that you are here with us today if you would just take a moment right there in the comment page there on the right there just uh just send up a heart emoji or a thumbs up or a, a you know just say hello to everyone praying for you guys just kind of let everybody know that you're here and um that you that you're praying for everyone you know, I've just been thinking about this week, um, just like many people have. There's so many changes, so many things that is going on around us right now. It's almost it's it's almost hard to kind of keep up with what's happening. But this morning, I just want to to remember some people this morning um, that's out on the front lines every single day. That's and that's our healthcare workers, our nurses, our doctors, anyone that's in the medical field that is facing this virus head on every single day. Uh, I, I want us to continue to pray for them, pray for their safety, pray for their health, pray for their family, because this is um, just, just some challenging times and difficult times right now that uh, we are all facing together. So I want to just, you know, just remember them in prayer, uh, just bathe them in prayer that God's protection would be over their life. Um, you know, people are constantly making decisions. Um, they're working behind the scenes tirelessly, you know, because of the moments that we're in right now, because it's like every single day it, it changes uh, within every hour, it seems like. Um, decisions are being made all the time, what's best for our country, what's best for our people, what's best for the economy, uh, you know, doing what's best for the healthcare workers. All of these things are, are happening all around us every single day. You know, I heard it this past week that, um, that we're walking through something that, that many of us have never walked through before. Um, who would ever guess that our churches would be would not being able to meet in their facilities on a Sunday morning or that our schools would be closed, you know, for the rest of the year or, uh, you know, non-essential businesses being closed, you know, uh, you know, for at least two and a half to three weeks. Uh, we're living in some crazy times right now. We're living through some difficult moments some things that we have never faced in our life. But, you know, I was just reminded this week of how much that in this time, how much I love technology. Because if it wasn't for technology, we would not be able to meet like we are meeting here today. Just, it's crazy to think that 15 or 20 years ago that, that this would have never happened because there, was, there wasn't a such thing as technology like we have today. So I'm thankful that we have that technology that we have that is provided for, to us so that we can meet uh, continually and, and just with a word of encouragement and with a word of hope to right there in your own living room with you, with your family. Um, I do believe that right now that man, the word of God is going forth like never before. Uh, we see it, you know, through social media, through live stream, through Facebook, all these things that are happening. It's, it's going forth like never before. And even though it is, it looks a little different. It looks a little different today. And, and it, even in the days to come, um, but every day is, is changing. But again, I was reminded just the other day 
that even though things are changing rapidly around us right now, that God never changes. We serve an unchanging God, a God that never changes, a God that knows what's going on in our society, that, that knows what's going on in your family. You know, I was reminded in the book of Hebrews in, in chapter 13, verses 8, it says that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same Jesus that supplied your yesterday is the same Jesus that's going to supply your today as well as he's going to supply your tomorrow. So this morning, just for a few moments, I want to think about those yesterdays. I want us to think about those days. If you look throughout the, the Old Testament and the New Testament, you will see moments of chaos. You will see moments of uncertainty. You will see moments of difficulty. And what I've learned about those moments as I read and study those, those times is that is that God always comes through in those moments. He always comes through. He doesn't leave the children out there all, all alone. He doesn't leave the children out there all by themselves. But God always comes through in those moments of difficulty, in those moments of uncertainty. You know, I was thinking about when the children of Israel left Egypt and how they're now out in the desert and they're walking towards the destination that God had called them to walk towards and they come in contact or they come face to face with this obstacle called the Red Sea. This Red Sea is there in front of them and the Egyptian army is is coming after them behind them. This was a challenging moment. This was a moment that they had never faced before in their life. This was a moment of uncertainty. I don't I don't know. I'm sure many of them probably didn't know what the next moment was going to hold, what the next moment was going to be like. So this was a moment of uncertainty. And here you have this, this great leader named Moses who is standing there in front of his people and he has the staff in his hand and God tells him just basically, just lift up your staff. And the moment that Moses begins to lift up that staff, the Red Sea begins to, to part. He's, he's watching this in front of him. He's seeing this happen with his own two eyes. And, and this moment of uncertainty becomes a moment of certainty. That this moment begins to change, this difficult situation, this difficult moment, this moment of uncertainty begins to change. You see, God took that difficult situation, he took that moment of uncertainty, he took that chaotic moment and he made something out of nothing. He made something out of nothing. You see, the Israelites were probably thinking that, that this is the end of, of us, that that uh, this is the last day that we're going to have, just like I can imagine like many people all over our nation is probably have probably even thought that or even said that. Is this the, is this the last day? Is this the end of, of our culture? Is this the end of our society? Um, but you know what? That, that God is right there in the midst of that situation. And then I also thought about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and how these young men were standing face to face with the most powerful man in the land at the time. He had just given them this ultimatum to either bow down and worship this golden image that he created or, would, or they were going to be thrown into this fiery furnace. And by faith, these young men, they, they stood up for what they knew to be true and, and that was that God would deliver them. Whatever the outcome was going to 
take place through this situation, they knew that it was going to be the right outcome, that God was in control. You see, they came through this situation not harmed. They came through this situation not even smelling like smoke or not even a hair on their head was singed on any of them. And here's what I thought of, and I keep thinking over and over in my mind, that God sees the need of his people. He saw how the Israelites were facing this obstacle that they had never faced before. He saw how these three young Hebrew young men were facing this obstacle that they had never faced before. God sees you and I today as we're facing this obstacle that we have never faced before. And he's reminding us that he sees us, that he's aware of what's going on and that he knows what's happening in your life. You see, God didn't just see those moments with his eyes, but he was physically there in those moments with his children. As the Israelites were crossing the Red Sea on dry ground, God was with them through every step, through every moment as they walked across, God was with them. God was with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in that fiery furnace. He was there from the moment that they were thrown into the fire to the moment that they walked out. God was in the midst of their situation. God was in the midst of their uncertainty. You see, Hebrews chapter 4, verses 4, 14 through 16 says this. It says, since then we have a, a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted the way that we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Psalms 91 verses 14 through 16 says this. It says, but, hold, but he holds fast to me in love. I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him. And show him my salvation. You see, today God is reminding us that he did it in the yesterday. And that he's telling us that he's going to do it in our today as well as our tomorrow. Why? Because he never changes. He's always the same. God is around us. God is watching over us. God is walking with us as we navigate through this time of uncertainty. See, during these times, we understand where our help comes from. We see God's hands in, in moments like this, like we've never faced before. Uh, that, that he's not a God that just sits up in heaven unaware of what's happening around us, or he's not a God that's just sitting up there not caring about what's going on, but he wants to be in everything that we are in right now. And he wants to walk with us through whatever comes our way. Psalms 46 verse 1 says that God is our refuge and our strength. An ever present help in times of trouble. You see, we see his grace. We feel his mercy. We feel his unfailing love. We feel his peace. We see his provision. 
We sense his presence with us as we navigate through these difficult times, just like the Israelites did, just like the, the three Hebrew young men did as they faced these obstacles that were standing in front of them, but God was with them. This past week, there's been a scripture that's just been going over and over in my mind that I, that I just cannot get away from. And it's found in Isaiah chapter 43, and it's verses 1 through 3. And I want to share it with you this morning. And it says this. It says, But now, thus saith the Lord, He who created you, O Jacob, He who formed you, O Israel, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. And then he says this in verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. So this morning, I want to share two points with you, two things that I really feel like God laid upon my heart about this scripture. And I want to encourage you today with these things that God's laid upon my heart. Number one is this, God knows what you need. God knows what you need. If you look at verse one, it says, but now thus saith the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. Who understands the creation better than the creator? Who understands what you're going through right now than the one who created you? You see, if you, if you took some time and you set aside different creations that these people had created and you brought those people into the room and you began to ask them questions about this creation that they created, he or she would be able to tell you things that you didn't know about this creation. The intricate details of how it works or what makes this do that. They can tell you everything about that creation. Why? Because they were the creator. And so I want you to know this morning is this, is that the creator knows his creation. God knows what you need and God knows what's happening in your life. God is very aware of where we are right now. Why? Because he created you. He sees the physical needs that, that are there in our world. He sees the financial needs that's, that's being represented in our community, in our families, and even in our world today and to the days to come. He sees whatever you need and whatever you may be going through right now in your life. No one knows you like God knows you. Psalms 139 verse 16 says this. He says, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. His word says that he's our ever-present help. Just this past week, I had the opportunity to have a conference call with several church planners around our, our state. And one of the things that was mentioned was this scripture that, that, that God doesn't just show up in times of trouble. That God has always been there even before the trouble arises in our life. Even before the trouble began, God has already been there. God has already set a plan in place for our lives. God has already set a plan in place for the Israelites when they reach the Red Sea. God knows what you need. And then it says this, it says, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. He first says, I created you, 
because he knows everything about us. And then he says to fear not. He says, fear not. Why? Because I created you. I know what you need. I know what you're going to go through. I know what you're facing right now in your life. So we don't have to be afraid. There's, there, there's several different places throughout Scripture where you'll see the words, do not be afraid. And a lot of times that's easier said than done, especially in moments like we are living in today, where through the news media and everything is happening around us, it's just like, it's just bad news everywhere. But when you see these words, there's a reason for those in Scripture because I do believe that at that moment when God was calling this individual to step forward in faith, that they probably had moments of fear. They probably had moments of doubt in their life because they didn't know what was going to happen tomorrow. But you see, God knows what's going to happen. God knows what's going on in our life. God is reminding us today that I brought you to this place and if I brought you to this place, then I'm going to walk with you to the other side. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. He's not going to run out on us, but he is our redeemer. He is our savior and he is our provider. He's going to give us exactly what we need in our life. Our redeemer, he paid a price for each and every one of us. He has redeemed us from our situation. Jesus Christ exchanged himself for you and I, God knows all about your need. He calls you by name, as the scripture says. Knowing that we belong to him is a great answer to our fear. We have nothing to fear because we know that God is for us and that he's looking out for his people. Romans chapter 8, verses 31 says this, What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? When we don't have the answer, when we don't know what's going to happen around us, just remember this, that God knows you and that God is for you. I love this because this, this, this passage of scripture, this fear not, it's, it, it's a command, not a suggestion, but it's followed by a promise. When we look fear in the face and we overcome it by our fear, we can, be, we can be rest assured that God will get us through to the other side. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20 says this. It says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on, on earth has been given to me. And then he says this command, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And then here comes the promise. And surely I will be with you always to the very end of the age. God gives us a command to fear not, and then he gives us a promise that he's going to be with us through no matter what we face in this life. So number one, God knows you. Number two, he's the way maker. It's a very popular song that churches are singing all over the world today. He's the way maker. He's the promise keeper. He's the light in the darkness. He provides everything that we need in our life. God makes something out of nothing in our life. So he's our way maker. Number two. Verse two says, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. 
For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Whatever obstacle that we come up against, rest assured is this, God will make a way. God will make a way. It's not a, it's, it's not a if when the tribulation comes. It's not an if when it happens, but it's when it happens. You see, there's nothing that we can do. We can't change when obstacles or challenges or situations or sickness or diseases come our way. Those things are inevitable. We can't change we, of what's going to happen. It's going to happen, but we can rest assured this is that when it does happen, that he will provide a way for us to get through to the other side. We can't control what's going to happen around us, but we can rest assured that uh, he will be with us. Romans chapter 12, verses 12 says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, but be constant in prayer. We have hope. We need to be patient during these times that we're facing today, but we also need to be constantly praying and crying out to God in this time of need. John chapter 16, verses 33 says this, I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace, that in the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. No matter what obstacle is standing in front of you, God will provide a way through it. You see in this passage, you have water. It talks about the rivers and it talks about fire. Different trials, different situations, but one God will see you through whatever situation arises in your life. As the children of Israel is standing there looking at the Red Sea, wondering what's going to happen to them, God provides a way through the water on dry land. God didn't just provide a way for them, but he walked with them every step to the other side. As the three young Hebrew men were thrown into the fire and they're standing there in the fire that was heated up seven times hotter than ever before, God was with them. His protection was all around them so much that they didn't even smell like smoke when they came out. And if you've ever been around a campfire or around the fire, it's hard not to walk away smelling like smoke. You see, floods overwhelm and fire consumes. And right now we're being overwhelmed with new information every single day. Everything is changing around us all the time. Our minds are being consumed with what's happening with all around us. There's an obstacle that's standing in front of us, but be rest assured of this today, that he will provide a way through this situation and he will walk with us to the other side. Water, fire, finances, health, sickness, disease, whatever obstacle that we will face today or tomorrow or even the days to come, we can rest assured that he is the way maker, that he's providing a way and has already provided a way for us. You see, you have a, a command of to fear not, but then you have the promise of I will be with you. It says that when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One 
of Israel, your Savior. Church family, be encouraged today that God knows where you are. He knows what's happening in your life. And also understand that he will provide a way for you. He will take care of your finances. He will take care of your family. And he will also take care of your health. And whatever needs arise in your life, he will take care of them. I want you to bow your heads at this time and let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for this time that we've had to be together today. To God, to be reminded of your word and of your promise that you've promised us, God. The command that you gave us to fear not. And then the promise to follow, God, that when we walk through these difficult times, when we walk through moments of uncertainty, God, you are right there with us that we will be okay because you're with us. So God, we're thankful for that today. God, I pray for our church. I pray for our nation. We pray for all those, our healthcare workers, our nurses, all of those people, God, that are being affected by this, this coronavirus that is happening all around us. God, we just pray a, a hedge of protection around their life, around our families. God, be with them at work. God, protect them from this virus, from this disease, God, that is, that is happening around us. And God, we know that, God, that you're in control. And may we be reminded today and encouraged in our spirit, God, that you know who we are, that you created us. And God, that you're going to provide a way. Father, we love you and we thank you for your word because your word always brings forth truth. And it always shows us things that we've never seen before. So God, I pray that you would be with us throughout the remainder of this week. And God, we're thankful for your hand upon our life and the presence that we feel during this time of uncertainty. We give you glory and honor and praise in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Have a great week. We can't wait to connect with you next Sunday. Thank you once again for joining us at Legacy Church. Stay tuned in to our website for updates on events and check out other messages under the online listening tab. We'd love to see you, so join us Sundays at 10.30 a.m. or Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. Have a blessed day.